the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Welcome to a Thursday edition Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. You're going to get a lot smarter today when it comes to picking your candidate for the U.S. Senate race on the Republican side of the ticket. We will have not just one, but two candidates joining us. J.D. Vance makes his first appearance on the Bruce Hooley Show at 1133. Josh Mandel back for a repeat appearance at 12.05. So stay tuned for those. Help you pick who you would like to represent you in the Senate. Rob Portman retiring. And it's a spirited race. An expensive race. And Mike Gibbons, Josh Mandel were the front runners, Jane Timken, JD Vance, Matt Dolan all trying to make up ground. And it looks like they're going to have more time to make up that ground. Thanks to our activist Ohio Supreme Court. Yes. The legislative maps that our General Assembly has spent hours and hours and hours and hours and days and days and days and days and, days and, days and weeks and weeks on and on trying to draw to the satisfaction of whiny Democrats, came up empty again yesterday, thanks to Chief Justice of the Ohio Supreme Court, Maureen O'Connor, who is apparently exacting her revenge for a lifetime of who knows what kind of issues she has with Republicans in the General Assembly. By using the backstop of her being prohibited from running again due to her advancing age to throw up a stop sign one more time on the legislative maps. This means that the May 3rd primary will all in all likelihood not be on May the 3rd. It may be in July. Yeah, that's fair. When everybody's on vacation, that's what we all want to do, right? Is go vote in a primary in the middle of July. Stand in line. Not that there will be enough people voting to stand in line. Because Ohio voters, I think, have lost their patience with this. I've lost my patience with Maureen O'Connor. She was never on my radar before. She sure is now. Because she is the reason. This was a tie. She broke the tie. She's broken a couple times, always in favor of Democrats. So that Republican label on her, as is true of so many judges in Franklin County, the Republican label on them, oh, toxic, can't get elected if i have a an r next to my name i'll switch to d or i'll just become a democrat at heart before i retire so in the ultimate gutless move the majority opinion was authored by anonymous on this decision by the supreme court uh two justices who uh, are not afraid to stand behind the veracity of their words, Pat DeWine and Sharon Kennedy had harsh words for the decision. They said the majority's decree today is an exercise of raw political power, nothing less, nothing more. 
Democrats never, ever hesitate to wield their raw political power. We see it at the southern border. We see it with the humiliating withdrawal from Afghanistan. We see it with skyrocketing gas prices. We see it everywhere, Democrats wielding their raw political power. I just don't expect it from judges who are supposed to not be political, particularly when they wear the label of a Republican. So, what was wrong with the map? What was wrong with the map was it wasn't Democratic enough. You say, wait a minute, aren't we a center-right state? Didn't we vote for Donald Trump twice? Yes. Yes, we did. The rejected maps presumably would have given the GOP a 54 to 45 advantage in the House. A smaller advantage than we hold now. And an 1815 edge in the Senate. A smaller edge than we hold now. I quote from the liberal rag Columbus Dispatch. When the liberal rag says something positive or paints Republicans in a fair light, you know it was exceedingly fair. The numbers match the statewide voting preference of Ohioans, which averaged 54% for Republican statewide candidates and 46 for Democratic ones during the past decade. But of course, Democrats were not satisfied with that because they can't win on policy, so they have to win on whining. So uh, initially, the maps were presumed to give Democrats an edge in only 48% of the districts, and they wanted 49%. Of course they do. Give them one thing, and what do they want? What do I say? They never hold a victory party, right? They always keep pushing, 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 pushing. More, 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 more. They never pause to celebrate. Ah, we just want domestic partner benefits. We don't want gay marriage. No, just domestic partner benefits. And then after they get that, oh, you know, gay marriage, we really have to have gay marriage. And we get gay marriage, and then, uh, by the way, uh, if I'm a man and I want to say I'm a woman, then uh, you got to call me by the pronouns that I choose. And then after that, since you're calling me by the pronouns I choose, and I'm a biological man, then I should get to compete against women in sports and use their locker rooms and use their bathrooms. They never, ever stop their liberal, leftist, twisted nonsense. Ever. So I'm not surprised. I'm always chagrined, but never surprised. The upshot of this is Ohio taxpayer... You will be paying, it seems, another twenty to twenty-five million. Oh, what's twenty to twenty-five million among friends? For two separate primaries. One for statewide candidates and local candidates and issues on May the third as scheduled, and another for legislative, congressional, and other candidates in July. Now, this will be, if it happens, an expensive issue created by Maureen O'Connor in the Ohio Supreme Court. And it will mean that the winner of the Senate campaign on the Republican side of the ticket will not be as much an issue of merit of ideas, but who can get the vote out? Whose supporters are most ardently committed to going out and voting? which I think introduces the possibility of a a false winner in the primary. Now, right now, what the primary polls show is Mike Gibbons on top, Josh Mandel second, Dolan, Vance, uh, Timken 
all lagging behind. But are the people lagging behind? Do they have the more committed voters? Do people just say they will vote for Josh Mandel and Mike Gibbons because those are the names they know? Those are the two most recognizable names. Mandel, because he's been in office before, state treasurer, he's a pit bull, he tends to claim headlines with his debates against Morgan Harper and his assertions that the election was stolen, and Josh Mandel is a guy who commands attention. Mike Gibbons has spent a lot of money on television to increase his name awareness. So those two guys on top of the polls, is that because their ideas are resonating, or is that because those are the names I remember? Well, just it could be the fact that people remember their names when they're called on the phone for a political poll, but in terms of their passion for the candidate, it may not be there. And so you may get of the polls, oh, say it's 25 for Gibbons, 23 for Mandel. Say the other one of the other three gets up to 15%, but the truly committed portion of their poll results are higher. Let's say the person with 15%, 14% of the people in on that are all in on that. Mostly my whole angst over this is that we're going to end up with a beatable candidate. A beatable candidate by screaming Tim Ryan, who will unquestionably be the Democratic nominee. We cannot lose the Republican Senate race in the state of Ohio. We cannot have two Democratic senators from the state of Ohio. I mean, grant you, there'd have to be some kind of an award for the worst collection of senators in the entire United States if our senators were Sherrod Brown and Tim Ryan, two guys who continually portray themselves as everyman, blue-collar, stand-up-for-the-regular-Joe kind of guy, when in fact, both of them are career politicians. So this is why this decision from the Ohio Supreme Court frosts me so much in that it introduces uncertainty and wild cards to this election that need not be there. So we will talk to J.D. Vance, 1133, Josh Mandel, 1205. The despicability of Vladimir Putin, what he is doing in Ukraine continues, and people who drive for a living, not just truck drivers, Uber, Lyft, DoorDash. Guess what? They're finding it not profitable to drive their vehicles because of skyrocketing gas prices. And we put together a little compilation that will accurately portray the story of why gas prices have risen from $2.40-ish cents under Donald Trump to $4 plus under Joe Biden. Play that for you next on The Bruce Hooley Show. J.D. Vance, the U.S. Senate candidate, will join us 1133. Josh Mandel, 1205. Gas prices continue to climb. Uh, I'm headed to Dayton tomorrow. I will not be in on the show tomorrow. So uh, tomorrow you'll have Mike Gallagher. And I'm headed there on business. So every time I go over there, it's like, yikes. Filled up my car this week. Uh, I drive a 2014 Mazda 6. Great car. Really happy with it. Phenomenal mileage. 35 highway, 32, 33 city. Used to fill it up for $25. It was $50. 50 dollars 50 dollars 70 something this week. Now, granted, I was way down 
typically don't let it get much between a quarter and E. But it was way, way down. 13 gallons. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. If you haven't gotten a raise, if you don't have a job where you're getting gas allowance, uh, you're taking a pay cut. And that is the dilemma of people who drive for a living. DoorDash, Uber, Lyft. A gentleman quoted today in uh, the dispatch says his fuel bill, he is a car repairman and maintenance services to rideshare and third-party delivery drivers. So if you're a DoorDash person, Lyft person, and you break down, who do you call? Because you need to get right back up and running when you call this guy. He's driving around too, except he can't afford to drive around now because he's spending $3,000 a month in gas. Two years ago, he says it was half of that. Yeah, it was. Two years ago, Donald Trump was president. A DoorDash spokesman says the company offers drivers discounts on car maintenance and a 2% cutback on fuel costs. Oh, how generous. Uber tacked a $0.45 surcharge to each meal delivery. I didn't got to begin to cover it. Uber and Lyft added $0.55. Nice try. Not good enough either. So this is a problem for everybody. I take my kids to private school. Yes, my choice. Could put them on a bus to public school. I get it. Don't want them indoctrinated. But there's a lot of talk behind why are gas prices rising? Why are gas prices rising? Now, um, they have a saying in the sports world, uh, tape don't lie. What tape don't lie means is if you make a mistake in a game, fail to cover your man, don't tackle the right guy, don't take the right assignment, you're outside the strategy of your team, tape don't lie means when we watch the tape, we will find out if what you say happened, happened, or whether you're lying. Well, tape don't lie when it comes to gas prices. Oh, you're hearing now that it's uh, the evil oil companies are making too big of a profit. Last week, it was Vladimir Putin's fault. Before that, it was the pandemic's fault. So I thought it would be helpful to put together a little compilation of the progression of conversations among our uh, Democratic elites on gas prices. I call this the story of gas prices skyrocketing. And you're paying, what, $2 a gallon for your gasoline? That's okay. You know what that's like? That's like a tax cut. That's bigger than a tax cut. If Biden got in, you'd be paying $7, $8. You may have noticed this week that your gas prices have gone up. I want to talk to you a little bit about why. As president, would you be willing to sacrifice some of that growth, even knowing potentially that it could displace thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands of blue-collar workers in the interest of transitioning to that greener economy? The answer is yes. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. I've been against Keystone from the beginning. So what will have, what will happen is you're going to see a dramatic drop, a dramatic drop in what's going to happen in terms of gas prices as we go into the next two or three years. Anyway, so there's, there, 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 but I, I don't, I must tell you, I don't have a near-term answer. I've used every tool available to address price increases, and it's beginning to work. I don't see anything that's going to happen in the meantime that's going to significantly reduce gas prices. What is the Granholm plan to increase oil production in America? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) That is hilarious. 
Could the president possibly consider authorizing the Keystone Pipeline? I mean, uh, look, the, the president has said that all options are on the table, but we also need to make sure that uh, uh, we're not galloping after permanent solutions to immediate short-term problems. I'm going to do everything I can to minimize Putin's price hike here at home. No more drilling on federal lands. No more drilling, including offshore. No ability for the oil industry to continue to drill, period. Ends. Yeah, excuse me. Misspoke. What is he doing? Come on, man. Give me a little break here. No, sorry. Can't give you a little break there because tape don't lie. You heard it. This is purposeful on Joe Biden's part. You heard Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm. <laughs> A plan to increase the domestic oil production. That is hilarious. You heard Pete Buttigieg. We don't want a permanent solution. We don't want to gallop after a permanent solution to a short-term problem. A dramatic drop in gas prices, Joe Biden told Anderson Cooper, was coming. It has not come. It is not coming on his watch. So there you go. Tape don't lie. I will put that on the Bruce Hooley Show Facebook page so you can make that your ringtone if you would like to. Uh, now, sadly, in Mariupol today, the Russians bombed a three-story theater where women and children and other civilians were taking cover in the basement of the building. It was a bomb shelter on the bomb shelter in big letters was printed the word children. I know the Russians are like, well, that's where they're hiding, you know, the guys who are shooting at us. So they bombed it, and they leveled it, and the rubble collected in a big pile. Now, thankfully, the people in the basement, it appears that the casualties are not going to be as extensive as feared as they are pulling bodies out of the rubble. But this should not be happening. And uh, Vladimir Zelensky said, our hearts are broken by what Russia is doing to our people to our Mariupol. Yes, of course, our hearts are broken, too. Uh, here is Washington Post columnist Mark Thiessen on the leadership shown by and the commanding presence of Volodymyr Zelensky. He is the modern-day Churchill, in bo- both in terms of his courage and his tenacity and also in his eloquence. Uh, and, you know, I mean, I imagine the effectiveness Churchill would have had if he had had Zoom. If he could have, uh, you know, gone across the world and, and made his appeals on, on and spoken to three parliaments in a week. Uh, you know, this, this is a guy who's taking Churchillian eloquence and combining it with 21st century technology to wrap. He is. Now, here's Biden yesterday. He signed $800 million in aid to Ukraine. And then he was asked about the MiG fighter jets that the Ukrainians are begging for, that Poland wants to give, that we are blocking. Because Biden did not refer to that at all, that issue at all, which is the salient issue here in Ukraine's ability to defend itself. Biden did not refer to that at all. So he was asked about it. And the Polish maids that President Zelensky is asking for. I'm not going to comment on that right now. I'm not going to comment on any other than what I told you. Yeah, not going to comment. I got no comment on that. 
too controversial. The contrast between Zelensky and Biden is stark, as pointed out by Britt Hume. The problem I have with the, with the, with the president is that uh, compared to Zelensky, neither, neither he, Biden, or anybody else in the West looks like that much of a leader because Zelensky has painted a picture of what a hero is supposed to look like. A lot of it is theatrics, I get that, but there he is still in Kiev with the bombs raining down, so you can't d- deny him that. No, you can't. Zelensky is leading. Biden is following. I won't even use the phrase unless it's mocking. Lead from behind. You don't lead from behind unless you're a shepherd and you're leading sheep. Joe Biden is following. Hopefully they can pressure him into greenlighting those MiGs because we should give the Ukrainians everything they need. Uh, We'll give you your chance to get to know J.D. Vance next. The Republican Senate candidate joins us just on the other side of the bottom of the hour. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.